So my elbow's all messed up, and I go to get my MRI, and the lady says, oh, elbows are tough. And I'm like, what? She's a really nice lady, too, did the MRI. you got to lay on your belly, and it's not like a flat surface. It's like contoured so you can lay on your back. So you got to lay on your belly with your arms straight out on the table with your palm turned up for half an hour, motionless. Huh. And, and by the end of it, the only parts of me that weren't killing me were the parts that were asleep. And I was actually starting to think, when this is over... I'm going to have to get surgery on my shoulder. I came in for my elbow. My shoulder's not going to move. Uh, as it turns out, it doesn't. It's, it's fine. But um, When I was doing those regularly, I was doing, God, once a week practically. Um, I always just, it was a great 30-minute nap. Put me in the tube with a blanket on me. I'm out. Yeah, they put you in the shoulder wrecker. That, that's, uh, I went in thinking, hey, first of all, I lie prone as well as anybody. <laughs> I'm really good at it. I'm not really claustrophobic. I'm not like going to go spelunking and belly crawl my way through a tiny tube under the ground or anything. Uh I'm that claustrophobic, but I'm not really claustrophobic. And so I thought, no problem. So I stretch out. Oh, man, that's uncomfortable. No problem. Half an hour. I can can do that. Come on. By the end of it, I was like, let me out of here. Let me out of here. I don't care. I don't care if you fix my elbow. I just don't care. Finally, it ended. And it's so loud. All those years of arm wrestling after you watched that Sylvester Stallone movie yeah. about arm wrestling. That's Sylvester, you mean over the top? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That yeah. Sylvester Stallone movie. How dare you? I won some county fairs. I won some regional championships. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, two, you're pay, now you're paying the price. The two things you need to do to win every arm wrestling competition according to that movie. One, at the start of it, readjust your grip. No. Get, you, get your fingers up and then yes. back down again. No. The second thing you do, you take your trucker hat. You spin it around right. backwards. Turn Ooh. your hat around backwards. All right. Major. Actually, you ever heard or seen of the injuries people get doing that? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's yeah. so gruesome. I won't even say it. I won't. Why would I say that? It's sickening people. If you're curious, I don't know, search it up. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a, a <laughs> lot. Search it up, people. A lot of, a lot. No, don't. Really. Don't, did why did I, I bring you, it up? Did I ever tell you about the when, uh, arm wrestling the girl? Have I told that story on the air? Yes. Ages no, I don't think ago, you have. Ages and ages ago. Some big, very athletic, very big girl. I don't know how it came up. We were at a bar situation. Is it the gal we used to work with? No. Oh, okay. I'm guessing drinks were involved. Yeah, drinks were involved. But anyway, she was certain she could beat me in arm wrestling, and I didn't think she could. Mm. And uh, and uh, so we went to arm wrestling. And she couldn't beat me, but I couldn't pin her. Mm. And it was very frustrating. Oh, boy. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't have uh, as much of the whole... Being beaten by a girl would destroy my manhood sort of thing, I think, as some people do. Yeah. But I didn't want to be beaten by a girl. Not so much. Um, I'm not there in public. Anyway. She couldn't get me past, you know, uh, the 50% mark. But I couldn't get her down either. Wow. She was pretty strong. Wow. A worthy adversary. <laughs> yeah. So I just waited her out until she finally gave up. But It was embarrassing. I was really worried about it. I and thought, it, am I going to get tired before she Did does? you try to spin it with, let me know when you're ready. We can stop any time. I did that the whole time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever make, like, kissy faces at her? <laughs> Or lick your lips. <laughs> Slipped Try off to my break sh- your break your concentration. Slipped off my shoe and started rubbing her leg like in a Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's controversial. No, I did, I did, I did play it off as like. I'm not trying. This is just me trying yeah. to show that you can't beat we'll me. See how long you can do this. Yeah. Looking at my watch, watching the TV. About time to get another round, fellas. But, uh, but I couldn't push her any further than I had. It's like her. you're holding your little brother back by his forehead. Exactly. This place. Come <laughs> on now. Meanwhile, you're spending the rest of the night drinking with your left because your right arm's exhausted. <laughs> wow. Sturdy gal. Yeah. Farm. Farm country. 
No, I think Probably so. knew her way around a thresher. Hmm? Hmm? Maybe? No? I think she was a rower. Oh. I think that's it. Oh, okay. All right. Ah, well, do you have a good arm wrestling story? <laughs> Call us. <laughs> Play basketball against uh, former WNBA players, and they are they are quite good at the sport. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I've told the story back when I used to be able to hit a, a golf ball a very, very long way. Um, there was an event where the uh, there was an LPGA player there, mm-hmm. and she would hit your tee shot for you on a certain uh, hole, and uh, you got to go ahead and hit. But if she did better than you, she could use it. And I smoked one, and her ball was still rising when it flew by mine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> really. Oh, yeah. yeah well, it's timing. It's cracking a whip, man. Anyway, uh, let's take a fun look back at the week that was. It's time for Cow Clips of the Week. His group has been working for months on making this not only the biggest Trump flotilla of the year, but the biggest flotilla ever. You're not better than Jesus or Ulysses S. Grant. You just came later. If uh, stupid people aren't elected next year, we're going to have one of the greatest years. No fair, that's way cooler than my story, said his older brother, Arby. (laughs) Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Trump golfs. Name a blue city where black people's lives have gotten better. Try. I'll wait. I hereby second the nomination of Senator Bernard Sanders of Vermont. I don't lie in restaurants anymore. How is everything? I don't like it here. (laughs) I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart. I'm so very, very sorry. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. When someone smiles at me, all I see is a chimpanzee begging for its life. is a pitch he's hitting that last note that's a musical note it's i mean it's useless <laughs> we, <laughs> Except for novelty purposes. we enjoyed that at the house last night around the dinner table uh the video is available at armstrong and getty.com world uh, lo, world's lowest voice and he, and he can sing too yeah yeah that's amazing now i saw a video of him talking and he talked like this and i couldn't tell if that was real or not it can't be do you it agree might with- be that his vocal cords are so flappy that he can't like Make a normal pitch come out. I don't know. Do you agree with my assessment that he looks like a magician who self-identifies as an illusionist? Yeah, he's going for that look. Now, wait, there are some notes in that song that are you could use for speech. I don't know. I don't know. I saw a video of him talking. That's what he sounded like. Hey, how are you doing? Now, uh, I would like to sing one of the old songs for you. <laughs> what? That can't be. Oh, where do we go from here? What do you want to do? What are we talking about? We we tease several things. Oh, we've got some bonus mailbag coming up that's quite entertaining. Among other things. Um yeah, I'm trying to figure out there's a variety of things. I just don't know if I'm in the mood for it. I mean, a week of the political convention, even though I didn't watch it, I just ah. Is the RNC next week? Yeah. Okay. They all pretty much always I think go back to back. Um <laughs> Got this note from Charlie, for instance. The squirt gun is full of lead. How big is the magazine? More than 10 shots? 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I should pay that off. I should, should pay off both these things. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro is You're warning You're big on people. promises. A little short on delivering. Huh? <laughs> Hasbro is warning that the 53K Super Soaker water gun, if you have one, you might know it, um, uh, has lead in it, which is not good for kids. Twenty twenty. How are there lead in toys? Still? I didn't. I, I China. China. Don't you have to go out of your way to put lead in a plastic toy? Oh, it's China. You're right. China. Yeah. Oh, China is asshole. That's a good point. Uh, it's toxic if you eat it. So don't eat your squirt gun. Is the lesson there? You know. Uh, well, I feel like it's it's water could cross contaminate. Oh, sure. and Squirt somebody in the oh, face. Oh no, no. Who hasn't that. on a hot day squirted the squirt gun water in their mouth? Yeah. I've done that a million times. Tastes as a kid. bad too. It usually does. It's all yeah, the lead. But you're thirsty. Um. <laughs> No question, the person who was the most disappointed when my kids grew out of squirting each other with water was me. That <laughs> that era of raising kids was so great. Oh, we'd have epic battles. And then, and now, Dad, I really, I just want to get a little sun. Uh, just want to lay here by the pool. That's when you hit them with the water balloons. <laughs> and finally, this, uh, there's a school that's doling out idleness grants of about $2,000 each. They're handing out grants for doing nothing. Will Univers- do. University of Fine Arts in Hamburg, Germany, is handing out three idleness grants of about uh, $2,000 each. Yeah, we will give you money for doing nothing. Univers- Wait a minute, you're doing something there. <laughs> give us some money back. <laughs> give us some money back. Doing nothing <laughs> isn't very easy, says this uh, design theorist behind the program. We want to focus on active inactivity. If you say you're not going to move for a week, then that's impressive. If you propose you're not going to move or think, that might be even better. I don't know what they're trying to figure out here. I don't know if it's some sort of weird art or Listen, what. Listen, paint a bowl of fruit. That's art. That is not art. My son hit me. My eight-year-old hit me the other day with the, it's impossible to do nothing. You can't, even if you're doing nothing, you're doing something. Uh, so he was, uh, you know, he's leapt into that oh. level of uh, philosophy. That's wow. excellent. Yeah. Strikes oh, you at some point. Yeah. I've uh, tried not to think, you know, meditating. It's, it's uh, challenging. Um, but the, the point is not to be successful. The point is to try, right? The or, or something? Yes, it is. It's the, yeah. the act of trying to not think as opposed to... Because I, I yeah. think a lot of people do meditation wrong where they, they sit down. Oh, I thought of something. Might as well quit. Dang I'm, it, I'm I not, failed. I can't do it. I'm doing this wrong. But that's, that's, I, that's the wrong way to approach it. The only thing I've found... Maybe two things. Sex might work. But the only other thing that i found that I can do whenever I want is uh, playing a musical instrument. If, I f- if I'm doing that, I can't think of other things while I'm doing that. Oh, yeah, good and, point. And it always works. Sometimes I do that, like if I'm actually stressed out about some issue. If I, like, okay, I'm going to play this song, you got to think about it enough, it pushes everything else out. Mm. It's the only thing I've found that works that way for me. Yeah, good idea. Similar experience with me in video games. where Yeah, I can see yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I find when I play my bagpipes, my wife can't think of anything either. <laughs> Is that the song you play? Yeah. That's the only song there is, apparently, on the bagpipes. Are Scotsmen just cruel? Do they, <laughs> do they have hate in their hearts? Everybody or? makes fun of them for their uh, dresses. No, wear a dress if you want. I don't care. Don't play that god-awful Is instrument. that a tone that they have grown an immunity to? Like, do they not hear that tone? <laughs> they just know it drives the rest of us crazy. A lot of, a lot of angry sheep up in Scotland that make <laughs> similar noises. And right, they go deaf at an early age, and they don't hear it. Have you noticed that other musical instruments might get invented somewhere, and then it spreads around the world? <laughs> that has not happened with your instrument. <laughs> Nobody else is, like, adapting that. Have you considered a trombone? <laughs> Wurlitzer organ, anything, <laughs> literally anything. 
Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I was in Pennsylvania yesterday, a place that he said he was born in, which is true, but he left when he was like nine years old. So he left a long time ago. He left, he left seven decades ago. And he still calls it his home. And his real home is a place he never leaves anymore. He just <laughs> never leaves. He never leaves the, the outskirts of that state. You'd think he'd go a little bit, you know. It's not that far. <laughs> never leaves. That's the new... We'll figure it out pretty soon. I That's the new John Delaney comedy special on Netflix. <laughs> so, uh... That's Trump today, and he's got a crowd, and, you know, like I've been saying, everything is breaking away from Trump's strengths and toward Biden's strengths. Trump is clearly better when he can operate in that sort of an environment, and you can't very well with COVID going on. Although he is. And, he's doing gig after gig after gig at airports. And Biden is, uh, is you know, going to be worse in those situations, and he can come up with a good reason to avoid them. Well, yeah, but Trump's, and you know, I don't know what it's going to be like when we get closer, but you know, leading up to the election last time, remember, he's doing five rallies a day. I mean, he was working like an insane schedule. Yeah, he's going to again. He's doing it. He did a bunch of gigs the other day in airplane hangars uh, live, just outdoors. And and that appears to be the model. And as you heard right there, it's it's close enough. Yeah. I mean, it's not the roaring 20,000 people in a basketball stadium, but it's close. And Biden would be, I mean, if it was a typical campaign, he would have to do rallies like that. Mm -hmm. And they would be like Hillary rallies. Not that many people and not a lot of cheering because people aren't that excited. Right. Um, The applause lines, yeah, but uh, yeah, not a lot of spirit to them. And the more you see that, the more it kind of feeds on itself. Looking over the fact-checking the Washington Post did for last night's speech, see if there's anything that stands out to me. There's one thing that is. Fact-check. (laughs) <laughs> Most fact checks are full of crap. They are. They're just looking for evidence to support their opinion. That's a fact. Oh, I like I like several of the things they pointed out in the Washington Post. Is this Kessler? Yeah, Glenn Kessler. Yeah, he yeah. he is. He's one of the more fair people out there. Certainly at the Washington Post. So when Biden, and it's, it's it, he hits on two of the things that I complained about that had me like yelling in my own home last night. Uh, quoting Biden last night, 5 million Americans infected by COVID. More than 170,000 Americans have died. By far the worst performance of any nation. And I was yelling on my couch about that. Mm. And uh, Kessler says, Biden's claim is accurate when using raw numbers. The United States does lead all countries in deaths and infections from the coronavirus. However, to measure countries on a level playing field, public health experts look at cases or deaths per capita. According to a tracker, Johns Hopkins University, blah, 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 U.S. has the fifth highest coronavirus mortality rate per 100,000 people when looking at the 20 countries currently most affected. And does he go on to say, no, he doesn't. He doesn't go on to say, and the two biggest countries on Earth, we have no idea what their numbers are. Right. China's lying about it, and India doesn't have the ability to count. Um, so we're quite possibly seventh or eighth. But And listen, I don't think our response to the coronavirus has been even near perfect. The federal government's failed, state governments have failed, county governments have been idiotic. But having said that, 
We also have an extremely long uh, lifespan in the United States. We do a pretty good job of taking care of our elders, so we have lots of really, really old people around. you got countries on Earth where your life expectancy is, you know, five, ten years less. So you're going to have fewer uh, COVID deaths. I'm, uh, uh, I'm all for a good, hard look at the way that it was handled by Trump and everybody else uh, at some point. And I hope this is all oh, sure. figured out. But yeah. to, to act like you can lay all 170,000 deaths at Trump's feet is just crazy. Yeah. What would the number be in the best case scenario? I don't have any idea, but it might be 130, 140 if we'd done our best. I have no idea. Well, and we brought you the story earlier of in Denver, some doctors got curious and did a study and found out that they had um, more than twice as many heart attack deaths at home during the COVID as usual because people are terrified of getting medical treatment. So the best case scenario you're talking about would probably be some sort of incredible Chinese style lockdown. And then how many heart attack deaths would you have? And the the lead fact check from the Washington Post is the quote of, remember when what the president said there were very fine people on both sides? They talk about how much more complicated it is if you use all the quotes over several days, okay. which is what I was screaming on my couch about. So yeah. the Washington Post calling out Biden on that, which I appreciate. Yeah, it's funny. I watched a fair amount of cable news coverage, and uh, none of the cable talking heads called him out on that at all. In fact, they praised it as a fabulous moment all right. that really drew a contrast. That's fine. That's hey, the way the sport is played. Goering would be proud. Um, uh, yeah. Republican convention next week. I won't watch that one either. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. December 1, now that we're working through this season is feeling um, a little bit early to me. Like, our number one goal is to get fans back in our arenas. My sense is, and working with the Players Association, if we could push back even a little longer and it increase the likelihood of having fans in arenas, that's what we, we, we would be targeting. So they may not start the next season when they thought they were going to. Which would have been early, mid-December. Um, and... I think the unspoken truth there is uh, the players are not going to put up with this bubble thing next season. Well, for a whole regular season, that would be impossible. Right. You right. can't do an 82-game season and then the playoffs and everything like that in the bubble. Right. Therefore, if we have to start in the bubble, we're not starting at all. And this article that's in The Athletic, theathletic.com, um, NBA has fallen to a viewership low not seen since the 1980s in terms of people watching. Now, there we have in this room three different reasons that could be. Your reason is because of the politics of the NBA. You're not going to watch. Mm -hmm. My reason is because of, you know, COVID and things got all messed up and I kind of lost track of who's where and just so I haven't watched. I'm kind of into the NBA and a little bit of the politics. And then Sean's is he's watching every game. But on his phone, <laughs> on my phone, on my, like on on no device that would qualify in any way for traditional ratings, and right. all three of those are happening right now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that means anything that their ratings are as low as they were back in the years, but that's something because that's when the league almost went away. Right. The NBA, yeah, yep, hockey was way bigger. At least uh, I lived in the upper Midwest, so. Although the Blackhawks were bigger than the Bulls when I was growing up. The NBA tape delayed their finals. They weren't live. Right. 
Yeah. Imagine that. It was filler programming. It's like some sort of soap infomercial. Number of emails. Uh, you can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com anytime, uh, whether it's something we ought to be talking about. You see a story or you have an opinion you want to register. I just wanted to hit a couple of them. Uh, first of all, here's uh, Ian. Uh, lives in a, a small town in Napa County, California. Because of the nature of his work, he was remaining in spite of the evacuation orders. Um, but then uh, it sounded like the purge siren being played in the middle of the night. So there he is in the smoke, gathering up the last of his valuables and fleeing for his life. Welcome to 2020, at least in uh, Northern California. Then you have Dave, who thinks uh, Kamala Harris is guilty of of uh, culturally appropriating Mary Tyler Moore's hairdo. I don't think that's going to bring people together, Dave. I don't think there's any (laughs) healing there. I think she ought to be able to get whatever hairdo she thinks makes her look best. Hmm. We're talking about what to do with uh, thieves. Talking about this numbskull in Florida stole a bunch of lottery tickets. Some of them were winners, so he came back to the same store to cash them. I mean, that guy's brain just don't work. You can't fix that guy. And uh, I like this one. John from Kansas writes, Listening to uh, today's show, talking about the Florida man who stole the lottery tickets, what do you do with them? I don't have the answer, flogging, maybe two days in the stocks. I want to point out that during medieval times, and as recently as the 1800s, and perhaps today in some societies, they would be hanged. Theft used to be a capital offense in many cases throughout history, not because the individual deserved it, but because, um, barring a a guy stealing to feed his family, you can't trust a thief, and there's really no way for them to assimilate back into society. No one wants to live near a thief. You are pretty much either the kind of person that will steal stuff or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. KSS, keep swiping scratchers. That's John from Kansas. That's a good point, John. Well, and, and our, our answer to what do you do with a guy like that is increasingly severe consequences till he decides it's not worth it to do it anymore. I don't know if you start with the hanging. Like, I don't, maybe that's <laughs> not really what the emailer was suggesting, but. Well, it's tough to increase the consequences once you've yeah. hanged him. Right, right, right. Um, and, and the whole, uh, three strikes you're out is unfair. I mean, how do you put him in the, the, the prison for life for stealing a slice of pizza? It's such a lie. That's a person who, in the face of ever-increasing consequences, continues to victimize others. you got to get rid of them. It's your only alternative. Anyway. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here's uh, uh, Bertis, Bertiz, uh, pointing out. Um, first of all, she wants to apologize in advance for my spelling and writing. My first language is not English, and despite living more than 13 years in the U.S., I still make a lot of mistakes while writing. Her writing is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I think it's a, a a she. I don't know. I don't know what that name is, honestly. But anyway, thank you for the note from uh, beautiful Oceanside in San Diego County. But she was listening to the Trey God Gowdy podcast, um, and he's talking about his friend uh, Senator Tim Scott, who is a Republican, South Carolina. He's a black man. He was trying to get that police reform bill passed, and the two were talking about how he can't get the Democrats to even consider it or talk to him. He said, I'm more than willing to compromise, but they've made it clear they want the issue for the election and not the solution. If I'm going to put on my bipartisan hat, I happen to find it yesterday in the backseat of my car. Um, the Republicans do that with immigration reform all the time. They could they could pass serious immigration reform. Or certainly had the chance in my lifetime to oh, do yeah. it when they controlled yeah. uh, you know all the branches of government and could have done it, but didn't. Yeah, or come up with their alternative to uh, Obamacare or whatever. If I could buy stock in politicians, Tim Scott is one that I would invest he's in. He's pretty good. He's really impressive. Uh, I I could easily see him checking out 
Because yeah, he's too, unfortunately, too, too yeah. decent and reasonable a yeah. man. Unfortunately, I think that is more likely than him. Uh, yeah, I loved him, Scott. Um, just so you're as, saying I should short his, his political stock? Oh, I heard something. <laughs> I can't say what I heard, but I heard something. Tim Scott, Nikki Haley. Wait, that's an all-South Carolina ticket. That'd be weird. That, that probably wouldn't happen. Um, but I could Why wouldn't it happen? That. Just that's, it, it, that's very rare. Huh. They, the old-timey way of looking at it was, you, you need a, a son of the Midwest to carry the Midwest. <laughs> I don't think that matters anymore. No, I don't barely so. ever mattered I at think all. If you, if you get the two best people from the same state, you put them on the ticket. And, Actually, and I, saw, I, I hate even talking about this because nobody cares. I'm going to tell you about something that nobody cares because there's a reason not to care about it. But uh, the choosing the vice presidential candidate, your numbnuts political pundits always say, well, I might choose this state so they could carry. You carry that state as often as you don't. It's a f- coin flip. Is whether or not you carry the state with the VP pick, going back to like the 30s. So nobody cares. Well, I'll <laughs> be right. damned. Yeah, so it doesn't make any difference. I will be damned. Um, well, I actually will be damned. But anyway. Um, you might be. For I my sins. Know. Yeah, could be. Uh, two things. One, I was just looking at a video of my son dancing because we had a dance contest last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was unfortunate. My eight-year-old danced like crazy, and I was just looking at the video, and it is so freaking, there is nothing cuter and more charming and wholesome, and will put a smile on your face more than your kids dancing. Oh, yeah. It is just absolute top of the mark. Oh, so good. And part of it is because they dance with full abandon. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, Oh, yeah, like no one's watching. It's the classic dance like no one's watching. My son, older son, who's now 10 and a half, just wouldn't do it. I tried to, like, force him or entice him with money or treats or anything like that. <laughs> That's good parenting. He's just too embarrassed. You know, he's at that age where, nah, it's not cool and I'm not good at it, whatever that means. So um, you're tipping him to dance for you. Uh, just his brother wanted to have a dance contest. Oh, and, okay. And, and, Come on. And I was going to judge it. Come and, on, son. And they really wanted me to judge it fairly. You always give us a tie. We're not mm. little kids anymore. Somebody needs to win. Yes. Because we've had all kinds of, like, bake-offs, Future conservatives. Yep. you know, uh, build a Lego car, whatever. I always give them a tie. They're, they've realized this this judging is rigged. I went from when they were really little to just, you know, the score, it was 98 to 98, or then I'd get more complex to fool them. It'd be like, <laughs> there'd be like a grade for creativity yes. and a grade for, you know, function. Yes. And one of them would, would get a, a B on that one and a B in them. Anyway, to average out the Sure, decent. right. <laughs> Hey, you got to tell him, no trophy for everyone here. One of you is going to get a trophy, and I'm going to let you hit the other one with it. There's a winner and a loser. So I'll have, I'll have to start going with you one. You always win because you're better at everything than him. Oof. <laughs> I feel like there's a sweet spot in between those two. <laughs> anyway, I was looking at that. This is the opposite of that sort of wholesome and nice and everything like that. Oh, boy. I'll keep that video of him dancing for the rest of my life on my phone. That's great. That's one of the great things about the phone video thing. Mm-hmm. I have a gazillion moments like that in my phone, and, and the memory keeps getting bigger and cheaper, and I can carry that for the rest of my life. Yes, I Just have to awesome. dig out an obsolete tape and find an obsolete piece of equipment to... To play a lot of the stuff we have. I keep saying I'm going to digitize it, but I haven't. And we do it pretty regularly where we're laying in bed and we'll look at, you know, something will come up. Oh, you used to eat that when you're two. And I'll flip through my phone and I can oh, come up with a nice. video of it. And Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's freaking awesome. External freaking awesome. external hard drives are very cheap. And it's a uh, it's a great way to back up those things just in case your yeah. phone falls oh, into a Mine's all in the cloud. What up about in the, the cloud? cloud? Yes, yes, the cloud. Yes, yes, nobody can ever get it there. The yeah. cloud. <laughs> um... 
What was I going to say? We're up in stuff. the sky. Uh, the opposite videos. of innocent and wholesome. It's so great having all those videos. I don't remember. Well, you said this is about the opposite of that. We That's... got this text. Uh-oh. I've called many times to try and get through, and all as I get is the Google party is not available. I see now why there are no callers opposing opinions or discussions. Effing cowards. These two cornholes are not very bright, very easy to expose their small, one-sided thinking. If you do have a number that works to call in, please send it to me. Yeah, we don't. Time to start punching holes in their BS. Buffoons, weaklings. One of these guys will say, had tacos for dinner, and the other one will laugh uncontrollably. Constant <laughs> laughing at nothing. Who acts like this, honestly? <laughs> I hope there's more. Is there more? I'm really enjoying that's, it that's so far. That's how it ended. That's good. <laughs> no, yeah, we. it's... So do you think we're filling until the next phone call comes through? <laughs> Apparently you do. Hey, you we think just we're... keep waiting and waiting. Let's put the next call. Still no calls? <laughs> hey, your phone number doesn't work. What number is he dialing? We, have any, we, we <laughs> never even know. give out a phone number. I, I don't know, but it's hilarious the idea that this is all fill until we finally get a decent call to put on. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. There's more of that damned laughing. Four hours every day of filler just waiting for the good calls to come in. Virtually every radio show in the world gets worse the second they start taking calls. Yeah, pretty much. Now, if you don't hear your opinion being expressed, I get your frustration. Mm-hmm. I, I would pay a high fee to be able to call once a day to, for instance, NPR and say, <laughs> um, you're leaving out 60% of the time. So I get it. I get it. You disagree. So that's fine. But you can do this. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. It is impossible for me to get tired of this song. There are very few songs that that's true of. I've heard this song a million times, Low by Cracker. I still love it. Love singing along with it. I was just watching The Killers on Good Morning America today and thinking, When will they be brought to justice? You know what you're thinking. (laughs) I got to jam that on the way home, too. Anyway. They put out some new stuff. It sounds like The Killers. They have a new album? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll check that out, because they were singing Mr. Bright Eye on Good Morning America, but... Oh, it's what's the uh, I'm the man song? Uh, that was from Brandon Flowers' solo album. Oh, it was yeah, really? yeah, oh, that was uh, okay. a, a prolific young man. A, tr- a great album too. I really enjoyed it. Show uh, a couple of bonus pieces of mailbag here. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, I keep going back and forth whether I have the energy to even talk about this. Charles says I'm usually a hundred percent on board with your commentary. Swarms of bums and junkies taking over entire regions, political correctness, gone way into lunatic French territory, et cetera, et cetera. And thank you, Charles. Uh, one area I disagree with is the sabotaging of the U.S. postal system. This is not a fake issue or a hoax. And then he goes into the mailboxes being removed, the rest of it. It's the same thing every administration does. They move the mailboxes from where they're needed or, or from their, where they're not needed to where they're needed. The Obama administration had uh, eliminated like 40,000 of them. Everybody tries to reform the postal service because it bleeds money. It's just, it's fake. It's like the kids in cages thing. It's just, all right. But that's so what you're saying all the energy is, I can is uh, to it. so uh, other administrations have removed post office boxes. It's just part yeah. of the constant um, reforming situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Reprioritizing and the rest of it. 
but they caught they have these on video being removed and you put it into the narrative of Trump and mail-in voting. Trump saying, I don't know if I want to give the post office more money because I don't like mail-in voting and it's all become this this thing. Senghazi. Yeah, and and listen Charles, I appreciate the note. I I think you're wrong, but if I'm missing something, feel free to send it along. I've been wrong before and I'd rather be right. So uh so correct me. Somebody texted, "All right, I'll say it out loud. We need Ben Franklin back." He was the first postmaster general. Uh, Nate, uh, whoops, that's right. Um, I'm not supposed to say uh, Al Anonymous um, with a uh, great quote, freedom-loving quote of the day we mentioned at the very beginning of the show. Activism is a way for useless people to feel important. Oh, this is Thomas Sowell who said this. Even if the consequences of their activism are counterproductive for those they claim to be helping and damaging to the fabric of society as a whole. That would uh, That would describe a lot of activists today. Uh, Paul writes, Joe Biden has false teeth, false teeth. That's the way he's the reason he slurs. Why do I slur? Because I'm an idiot. You know why? I'm trying to read two things at once. Yes. Because he's almost 80 years old. (laughs) There's that. How old was Reagan when he was inaugurated? 68. I know he left office younger than Biden will be when Biden goes into office. That's how much older Biden is. And it was an issue for Reagan on his age. Yeah. He had, yeah. to, he had to answer to that on the campaign trail. Well, we're all living longer now and healthier and longer now. So, you know, that has changed. Right. But, uh, Indeed. And finally, this from Al Anonymous. Uh, there is a foodie group in the San Diego area that they're just into eating and drinking and talking about restaurants and going out and, and the rest of it. I mean, fine. It's great. It sounds like fun. But it's turned crazy political. Ooh. The guy, the guy who organizes it, whose name is Edwin. I'm not going to use his last name because I don't, I don't want to bring you know doxing on anybody. But he oversees the mob by applauding uh, liberal offenses and doxing other people and outing them. And and this uh, correspondent tells the story of this poor, I think she's Venezuelan, Argentinian, Argentinian uh, um, immigrant. Who started a restaurant but posted a couple of things online that the woke mob didn't like. And so they're targeting her and making her beg to forgive her. And then just they're making her apologize for all sorts of and threatening to boycott her and ruin her and saying she has to donate money. Or the it's oh my God. Really, you people? You're savage. You're beasts. It's been a fun day. The stories we've heard. Some make you cry and some are absurd. It's time. Let's hear from our friends on the ANG crew. Sean's many words, Michelangelo's view. It's time. Last but not least is our friend Jack and Joe. Happy to work, but ready to go. It's time for final thoughts. I like it. Happy to work, but ready to go. Yes. It makes me want to smoke a cigarette for some reason. Wear a beret. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. Michelangelo presses the buttons in the control room. Michael! Yeah, I recently just took a dance lesson, and it was a sample dance lesson for free. Then they offered me a package for 600 to to $1,000. Jeez! That's okay. I'm just going to hop around and look uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Wow. Yeah, no way. It's a pretty good description of my dancing as well. Positive Sean and look uncomfortable. Positive Sean, a final thought for us? Yes, some real-time corrections. The song uh, The Man by The Killers is actually from a Killers album. Wonderful, wonderful, great album. Check it out. The Desired Effect, the Brandon Flowers solo album, also good. You won't be steered wrong listening to either one. Fact check! Yeah, but I stand for actors. Yeah, way to go. Way to go. Correct me and you're wrong. 
<laughs> there will be a meeting after the show. Jack, a final thought for us? Speaking of taking in pop culture, I'm addicted to the show Ozark, which you guys have been oh, watching and talking about so for years. Good. For some reason, I feel like I'm in the show. And that, like, I'm at risk somehow. I know exactly it what you mean. It sucked me into this, like, I've done something wrong, and I gotta... Have you been laundering money for the cartel, Jack? <laughs> well, I know Jack was considering a fiduciary uh, relationship with a cartel. It also occurs to me Jason Bateman's playing exactly the same role he played in Arrested Development, just with more violence. Yeah, he's like the, he's less like the, funny, more violent. He's the same one trying to hold the family together. It's exactly the same role. My final thought, I shared it with you earlier. Go to a uh, hole-in-the-wall restaurant, order to go food, and tip the hell out. Them. They're struggling like crazy. It's Friday night. You don't want to cook anyway. Keep them in business. Yeah. Yep. A lot of good working, hard working, honest folk uh, are really suffering. So if you have money, if you're doing good, spread the wealth a little bit. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. Lots of great clicks. See you up Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots, lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Some other time! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Arm-